before I started recording, I was literally trying to sing the Sex and the City theme tune, thinking that might be like a fun introduction to like sing it. The furthest I could get was How are we all doing? I'm in my new apartment in Dublin. The battery is gone on one of the smoke alarms, so there's a beeping every 60 seconds. Even though I'm in a completely different room. If you hear some faded beeping in the background, please know there's nothing I can do about it. We've tried resetting it. There's someone coming to see it. Just ignore it and don't come at me over the battery. I think I like this little life. (laughs) It's actually one of my favourite things that's on TikTok right now because everyone is like over-exaggerating the song. What a way to start a podcast. Like, what a way to bring you in and say hello. This is me. I'm so addicted to my phone. I know so many people in this generation are. My whole career is on my phone. Like, everything that I do in my personal work and my client work is all using the phone. I swear, I just walk around and sounds are just running around in my head. Like, trending sounds, trending audios. I love it as well then with like my other creator friends like when I'm around them I can just like talk in TikTok sounds. Like you know you have a good level of friendship when you can talk in TikTok sounds and understand each other. So if you just hear me randomly outbursting just know that that's trending and I'm not just weird. Although I would actually be that person that would just be weird. So I mean you could expect anything from me. Oh my god. I'm having one of those VidHit sparkling cans and they're actually so lush. When you take them out of the fridge and they're so cold. Oh, it's actually the best. What was another thing I saw this week? Oh, the Golden Globes were on. I don't like stay up late for these things. I'm not that kind of girly. But of course, I got the whole lowdown on TikTok and on articles and Instagram and everything the next morning. Thank you to all of the journalists who stayed up all night (laughs) gathering the information and the videos and pictures and everything for all of us to wake up and consume and enjoy. The fashion stakes at the Golden Globes never impress me. I don't know if it's that people are waiting for the Oscars. For me, the only memorable outfit from a female was Heidi Klum. That red dress was, ah, it was outstanding, like absolutely outstanding. The last couple of award seasons, what I love about them is that like Irish talent is really getting its recognition. Uh, Like it's great to see so many nominees, obviously in the Golden Globes. And I believe there are also plenty of Irish nominees in the Oscars as well. I think like a lot of females less than impressed with the Golden Globes hosts comments and kind of some misogynistic comments in there. There's a couple of things. One, it's really obvious he didn't watch the Barbie movie because he just suggested that it was about a plastic doll with big boobies. And two, he literally just epitomised the whole reason why they made the movie and the whole symbolism of the movie and the hidden messages of the movie, which was that women are often seen as nothing more than just objects. And, you know, his comparison, Oppenheimer against Barbie, and he said Oppenheimer was this 712-page absolute masterpiece of a based on a book and based on history and all this and then said Barbie was about a plastic woman with boobies it's just super frustrating when that movie literally won an award and was up for so many awards and it was the year of Barbie last year and it was the year of womanhood the year of sisterhood females everywhere 
just felt like we were finally seen and that movie was a real opportunity for women to feel like the world could see how we feel through through its symbolism like it was just the most amazing movie the song Billy, even Billie Eilish won with the original song for the movie it was just such an important turning point for women that movie yeah it just it just didn't sit right with many of us females but I think what's great is like I went on to TikTok and I just saw straight away women being like this is the point of the Barbie movie like the Barbie movie has never been more needed the faces in the room pretty much told all how people felt that joke went down so hopefully we're seeing the end of this ridiculous kind of misogynistic way of telling jokes that bring women down and men up but yeah enough (laughs) I'm gonna leave the golden globes there oh yeah the other thing is the whole new year new me movement guys nope Mm -mm. I don't know about you but I don't feel like it's here this year I don't think any of us want that I don't think any of us are trying to reinvent ourselves I don't know about you but I'm exhausted like I'm still recovering from 2023 if you look at nature around you, nature is still hibernating. Nature is still rejuvenating. It's not springtime yet. Like new life has not been born in nature yet. So why do we as humans rush into it? There's obviously a lovely feeling about having a new year. But if you think about it, energy wise, we we simply don't have that energy. Like we don't have the resources. We're depleted in the winter. Like especially in Ireland, we're depleted of daylight areas. We're depleted of vitamin D. I'm so glad it's it's really dying out the whole like we need to run at our goals in the first week of January. It goes like so against nature, like quite literally nature. I think everyone's up for just slowly easing ourselves into the year. Even I haven't sat down and made my big 2024 goals list that I usually would. I often pick up inspiration kind of towards the end of January, early Feb when it's starting to come into spring a bit more and it just feels a little bit more natural. It's all go all year. Christmas is just so busy you're trying to meet people you have two and a half months of hype leading up to it all like coming up to one I won't even say one day but one festive period times don't exist you're literally eating all around you you're being merry you're celebrating another year coming to a close the last thing we're actually going to be able to do on the first January is get up and be like wow I feel refreshed and if you do good for you but I think for the most part a lot of us are just like okay Christmas is over We get to actually wind down a little bit now. I haven't sat down and made a big list of goals this year, but I have made a couple of personal ones already that I'm going to talk about a little bit in this podcast episode. You might be looking at the title of the episode and thinking, what is Dublin season one part two? Does she think she's in a movie? Yes, yes, she does, Stephen. Sorry if there's any Stephens listening. I don't know why I just said that. I like to romanticise my life, okay? I am just that girl. I always have been. I put on headphones. I look out the window of a car and I pretend I'm in a movie. The movie is my life and I'm writing the script and I'm the one doing things for the plot. I was texting a friend and he said to me, well, I was on my way back to Dublin. I think it was the 1st of January. Are you ready for Dublin season one? part two and I read that message and I felt so iconic I'm not like a hybrid between Carrie Bradshaw and Bridget Jones and Emily in Paris Zublin edition you know <laughs> I just loved the way he phrased it season one part one which was 
June to December was very much like finding my feet. It was getting used to what life in Dublin could look like, finding some new friends. I was living in Dunleary, so I was very much just enjoying being by the sea every day. There is a different energy in the air for Cloda in 2024. This is Dublin season one, part two. And that in itself gives me a really fresh start. It's not a new me. It's the exact same me and I'm just headed into the next chapter. Very exciting. I actually myself have been making a lot of TikTok plugs. Now a TikTok plug is photo blogs and that's essentially TikTok's version of a carousel. Let me get let me get the title for you. Oh. The phone rings. Okay. So, sorry, that's I'm watching the blog. So like the first one is Saturdays in Dublin. Spend a wholesome Saturday with me living in Dublin my 20s. Body nights. Oh my, I pick really good songs. <laughs> Spend another wholesome weekend with me living my best life in Dublin in my 20s. People love them. People are loving the plugs. This one was spend another weekend with me, a country girly living in Dublin, making the most of my 20s. And then the caption was in my Carrie Bradshaw years in Dublin. Everyone in the last number of months has been saying like, do it for the plot, do it for the plot. We've seen it all over Instagram and TikTok. When you're making a decision, it's like if you're unsure whether or not to take the risk or whether or not to ask someone out or whether or not to wear something or whether or not to buy a plane ticket when you're skint. It's like, well, do you know what? Do it for the plot because afterwards you'll have a story to tell. And I just know, we, we all know, these are going to be the years I'm going to tell my kids and my grandkids about. Because I'm single in my late 20s. I'm in Dublin. I'm living in a girl's apartment with other girls in a high-rise apartment. She's in the city, going in and out to the city, living that city life. <laughs> living that city life for a country girly. The memories I make and the stories I'm going to tell from this era of my life will be the things that I can tell my children and my grandchildren. I want to add a little bit of spice. I don't want them to know that their mother or grandmother or auntie or whatever was just like going through the motions, doing her work every day, coming home every day. I'm like, no, you're going to know I like lived it up and lived my best life. I've been very much like putting myself into this romanticized version of life in Dublin. I'm a hybrid of, as I said, uh, Carrie Bradshaw, Bridget Jones and Emily in Paris. I don't know if that's a good thing. What all of those people had in common was they were in their late 20s, early 30s. They were single in the city, make moves in their career. They had their friends around them. They were, you know, dating. They seeing new men. They're obviously all very different characters. But what I'm trying to get across is we love them and we love those shows and those characters because we looked at them and thought they don't have their life together. Neither do I. And we're all just trying to figure it out in our 20s and 30s. So that's what attracts us to them. And we're like, it's realistic. There's elements of ourselves and our reality that we can see in the characters and their storyline. That's why it's really nice to kind of be like, I'm in my Carrie Bradshaw years. I looked it up earlier in season one of Sex and the City. Carrie Bradshaw was 32. The first Bridget Jones movie, Bridget was 32. Friends season one, the characters were aged 25. I'm 27, which means I'm actually really only in like season two or three of Friends. I'm younger than the first season of Sex and the City and I'm younger than the first Bridget Jones movie. I think that just like makes it really exciting. And that's kind of the tone I'm setting for this year before I even, as I said, go and make all these like big goals. This is like the tone we're setting. It's like, what would Carrie do? What would Samantha Jones do? What would... Bridget Jones do? What would 
Monica and Rachel and Phoebe do on Friends. What's great about it is I feel like I just don't want to waste a second. Not that I ever do. Like I'm you kind of know I'm that person who like doesn't like to sit down and doesn't like to sit still. What I mean is like even I was able to really look back on my first six months in Dublin and say I spent most of my time in Dunleary enjoying the sea which was super great for me my first time living by the sea. It was like so exciting and I got to really find myself and really heal and all that kind of stuff. But your girl is ready. Your girl's ready for like sprinkling in a little bit of spice, a little bit of a writing a diary, whether that's the Bridget Jones version, the Carrie Bradshaw version, the something in between, the my, my own version. I really just want to enjoy this era of my life. The era of the 2024 is late 20s. I'm single. I'm going after some big things in my career, loving life in a new apartment. I'm excited to bring you along with me as I like tell you my open diary. (laughs) And like, I'm really, I really feel like I want to just embrace single life. Looking at these characters like Bridget Jones or like Carrie Bradshaw or like Samantha Jones. Yes, they all like went after guys and they all dated. Obviously, I'm interested in dating. But what I mean is I could be asked out on a date next week and he could be the love of my life. That means I only have a week of being single if that's the case or one week more of like this single girly vibe. So I just want to embrace all these moments. I'm doing everything I'm doing for me before someone comes along so I can be like the best person then when they do come along. Yeah, I'm excited for this year. She's going to be a girly like out in the town. I'm going to try and discover more places in Dublin. Last week I went to... Bull Island and it was so nice and I just went out on a solo date took myself out for a little hot chalk ended up doing like a five kilometer walk caught the sexiest sunset that I've like seen in Dublin I'd say so far really good sunset spot really good date spot really good date spot like fab especially if you're both kind of outdoorsy and you like walks and you like views and whatnot the natural evolution of doing it for the plot is what would the main character do the main character isn't all just like about positive things and things going well. The main character has triumphs. The main character gets through stuff. The main character has the breakups. The main character gets fired. And you know what? They rise from the ashes. And that's what makes us adore them. But yeah, I feel like I'm also like, I really want to see what the dating scene is like this year. I'm going to have a whole other episode on dating that's coming around Valentine's Day. I think I've spoken about that a few times. I'm not on the dating apps. I was a while back and I just was like this isn't fun I didn't like being on the apps I didn't enjoy them at all I found it wasn't good for my headspace I just simply cannot judge from a photo what someone looks like whether or not there's an attraction whether or not there's chemistry whether or not I vibe with them if we have the same interests some of my best friends have literally met their person on the dating apps but I just don't think they're the same as they were a few years ago It's going to be kind of funny being single in Dublin and being on the dating scene and like figuring out like how do I date. Rarely, rarely do any men slide into the DMs. Rarely. It's also the vibe of like shoot your shot. I know traditionally it's left up to the man to reach out to the woman or whatever it might be. But I'm like, no, let's shoot our shot, girls. Like if you're into a guy, like let him know or try to meet him or let him know. Like the story, you know? (laughs) Oh yeah, I'll tell you the two big personal goals that I have for this year that are outside of making my big list of 2024 goals. The first one is I have challenged myself to run a half marathon. Ah! Oh my God, it's actually kind of weird. It's so weird saying it. I'm going to be really honest with you. I'm a very much like try anything gal. I really am. I'm not 
a naturally athletic gal. I want to put this out there for my non-naturally athletic people as well. Just because you're not the fastest person or the strongest person does not mean that you can't enter yourself into a half marathon. If you're the very last person who crosses that line, you still crossed that line. This is something I'm going to do for myself this year. I've no doubt that I'm not going to be anywhere near the fastest person in whatever races I ever run in my life. And do you know what? I've no interest. I don't actually care if I'm the last person in a race. I really don't. I care that I've given myself this challenge and I'm going to get this challenge done. I'm going to do it. But I suppose you're thinking like, why? Like, why has Clota set herself this challenge? Well, first of all, one of the main reasons why I got back into running the last few months is for health reasons, for cardiovascular health. There are health issues on three different sides of my family's. So my mum's dad had heart issues. He died really young. He died in his 50s. And then both of my grannies also had heart issues. It just kind of really made me think like, okay, genetically and hereditary, there are some heart health things to be conscious of. And I think conscious is a really good word. And I think it's a fantastic age for me to start getting really in tune with my heart health and really looking at my heart health. The most obvious answer was cardiovascular exercise it's literally like keeping that muscle strong is by keeping the heart rate up what keeps the heart rate up cardio so I chose running I I, I'm not a oh my god sorry I'm not like a burpees girly I can't I can't I can't do with the burpees and the hit and all that running however I have found my grow for it when I ran in the past it was like maybe when I played camogie or it was for body image reasons and it was always for the wrong reasons I never fully connected with what running can actually mean to you on on an individual level and I never found my love for it and in fact then the thoughts of going for a run always felt like a chore and I know it feels that way for a lot of people when it really became a priority for cardiovascular health and I'm actually doing this for my future my literal future of my life to stay alive for as long as I possibly can in this lifetime hopefully touch wood it means I really have to start looking after things now at a young age reducing stress levels trying to keep my heart relaxed why did I set myself the challenge of running a half marathon really felt I needed something this year to like really challenge me on a personal level not in career not in financial not nothing like that just like a personal thing I set myself something for discipline for to do it for me that when I set that challenge I'm like I did that and I did that for myself I haven't actually set myself a big challenge I think as big as this in about seven years the last big massive personal challenge I set myself was when I climbed Kilimanjaro and I was 20. 20 freaking years of age. I literally turned 20 two weeks before I climbed Kilimanjaro. I was so young but I was so determined and I set myself a big challenge and I always wanted to climb that mountain and oh my god it was the most mentally and physically challenging thing I've ever done in my life and probably will be one of the most that I've ever done in my life. I haven't pushed myself to those kind of limits in such a long time when you do push yourself on those personal challenges I feel like they really benefit everything else in your life they really benefit when you're going after something in career they really benefit when you're working on yourself personally they teach you so many things so many skills so much discipline so much self-respect so much self-worth it's character building like it's really character building so I do challenge you this year to pick one thing or two things but maybe one big thing that scares the living crap 
but you know is possible. But you have to push past those mental barriers and physical limits to get there. You know it's possible. You know you can do this. Stick along with me as I talk an awful lot more about running this year because it's really important to me and the things I've learned about myself in the last few weeks and in the last few months alone just from incorporating running in my life is insane. The other big personal goal that I have not needed to write down it's on the list every year guys it's getting my license it's learning how to drive oh oh it's such a touchy subject every time every time it's brought up to me people are like Cloda why are you not driving yet there's so much guilt around it I haven't needed it okay I haven't needed it but it actually is the year it actually is the year I have one car and I have zero excuses I've run out of excuses passed the theory test in May haven't done a thing about it I'm gonna apply for my license I mean I've said that every week but it stays forever on the long to-do list so if I can come back to you in January 2025 driving and one half marathon added to my notch. I'd be a very happy girl. Everything else then is is a bonus. I am going running now to a friend's book launch. You might know the fabulous Ellen Keane has just launched her Perfectly Imperfect book. So I'm heading off to the launch now this evening and I'm so excited to go support her. I'm excited for everyone. I feel like I feel like this is going to be a good year and you're going to get out of it what you put into it to be honest this year there's no need to be putting any pressure on yourself there's you don't need to reinvent yourself you don't need to be a new year new you you just need to be you and give yourself a chance give yourself a chance to ease into the year nature isn't even ready to spring yet so you don't need to be ready to spring all right i will chat to you later thanks again for listening if you like this i really want to reach more people If you support the podcast, if you like what I'm doing, I would love if you could give Make the Connection a rating or a follow or a share on whatever platform that you're listening to this on and maybe a share on social media. But as always, as always, drop me a message on Instagram or TikTok, pop me a little follow. We'll have the chats about the episode I just had. I'm excited to chat to you on the next episode all about where Ireland is like leaving its youth or what future young people have in Ireland. Thank you so much as always for listening and I will see you very soon. Mwah.